Well, I went on holiday and I think I did put on weight, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I never weigh myself. Oh, right. So when, uh, you know, I opened up Fitbit the first time, yeah. they were like, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, <coughs> like 15 and a half stone, something like that. 18 mm. and a half stone. Weighed myself up north, 16 stone four. Mm-hmm. Well, gravity's different up north. But for a man who's five foot seven, that's a lot. Mm. I mean, that's bad. Well, so I, I'd go down to 19 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'd put a stone back on. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking the back of my diet and running more, and yet, I've put on a pound, so maybe you're putting on beautiful, like leg muscles. I'm hoping so, but I doubt. Mm. <laughs> you can get them uh, weird horseshoes in the back of your calves and shit. I've got a ten kilogram weight belt thing. You just wear that for fun. Um, I actually need to get an extension for it because it doesn't quite fit in me. Thing that it's yeah, you can wear it when you're running as well. Add yeah, more but- to it. You know, this is no offence to you being overweight. I just said I'm overweight, but surely you're carrying enough extra weight. That's the point. You don't need to carry more. Yeah, well, very little helps. Until your legs explode. <laughs> oh, my legs are great. That's the only bit of me that's actually decent to my legs. Yeah, but they'll suddenly wear out when you're running everywhere. Oh, it's okay. Look at Nick Frost. He can't run anymore. <laughs> he only did that bloody Into the Badlands for two years in that dancing movie, and his legs are shot. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I don't know, I just uh, listened to an interview with him on the bus yesterday when I was trapped. <clears throat> when I was like, I'm going to try and catch up on this Mother Night business. Because I oh, haven't right. read it in so long, and obviously you've got my only copy. Yeah. And uh, I realised that I found a copy online, because it's old. Yeah. 1962, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, And yeah, I can't read on buses, apparently. Mm. Makes me feel a little thick. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, well, you see, I have taken notes, which is just one post-it note. Nice. Um, and I did just finish reading it about four hours ago. Yeah, well, how about we do these episodes of shame? We'll probably use up the time today. Yeah. And then we'll next week we can do it properly, if you want. No, that's fine. I'm good. Yeah, you just want to do ten minutes on it and you're fine. <laughs> well, I, think, I don't think you can go too into it. It's quite a small book. so It is quite a small book, but the plot <clears throat> is complicated, right? Well, I think... He wanted it to be complicated, but it comes across as there are certain points where it's not Jean Le Carré, but yeah. But he, like, he sets up the thing. Oh, here's my old past and stuff, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's a chapter about her sister, and you're like, it's the spin yeah. cycle. There's a chapter about her sister, and you're yeah, like, why? You, a minute, guys. Yeah, why <laughs> are you telling us about her sister? Oh, your wife back. Oh, you fuck. Oh, it was her sister. <laughs> it's like, you only told us in the last chapter that her sister kind of existed and went into any detail, and you're only doing that because she'd suddenly thought, oh, wait, she's going to come back next. Well, no, he likes to jump in time as well. The weird thing is, if you told the plot chronologically, mm. you know what I mean, it would make, it would be more of a jump. But the thing is, as well, Vonnegut doesn't want to surprise you. Mm. You know what I mean? He yeah. wants to fill you with dread. That is all he wants. So, like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, by the way, in four chapters, Rezzy dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not like, because then you just go, oh, no, how's it going to happen? He doesn't uh, ever go, oh, and. As, um, I'm not a fan of his dialogue writing, and that it's. This was only his third book. He gets better. Okay, good. He'd have to. <laughs> um, I'm going to read that much, but it it was not. Not fun. Um, I just, I don't know. It just definitely didn't feel real. It's not supposed to feel real. No, no, real. but it just, it was just it's fiction. S- still, didn't, no, I know. But or meta fiction, if you will. Yeah, you should lose yourself in it. And yeah, it, was just, it was just very, that's not how people, maybe that's how they did talk back then, but it's not, right. I don't. And I'm guessing, I said, I don't know much, I don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. Is English his first language? Yep. Oh, okay, that's a problem. You realise he's one of the most well-respected writers in the world, right? Not in my house. <laughs> Apparently not. No, well, I just... I, in uh, my top five books, that is not in my top five no. books, but in my top five books are two Vonnegut novels. Oh. Well, oh, another thing as well, this has nothing to do with him, but oh. obviously because he was sort of quoting passages from German poetry. Yeah, German's not a great language for poetry. Oh, yeah, but it's, I think he did make them up. Yeah, oh, oh, was it, I assumed they were real and they were just terrible. No, no, uh, they they were his and terrible, and he got someone to translate them. Yeah. 
Mm. I think, oh. I believe. Because I, I, I assume you didn't read the introduction then, because it tells you all that in the introduction. No, wait a minute, I did. Did I just forget that later on? Yeah, it says Once it, it, came up. it doesn't say he wrote the poems. He said that he got them translated by a woman. Yeah. Woman. Ugh. Um. But um, no, because like the straight out of the gate on that book, one of the best things about it, I always find, is in the introduction. That's one thing people don't realize with Vonnegut as well, is how important his introductions and epilogues are, mm. right? Because his he figured this out himself, but it gets to a point where he starts the book and he says prologue, right? And then mm. he gets to the end, he puts epilogue. But it gets to a point where he just starts calling the prologue chapter one because people aren't reading it. Because yeah. in the prologue, he will tell you exactly what is going to yeah. happen. Oh. Yet again, so there's no, you know, there's no suspense. There's no, he's like, no, no, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. You think that's fucked up. Then this is going to happen. Here's... All my friends are secret double agents trying to fuck me over. Here's here's a thing that bug, that bugged me from the start of the book. And I know I get hung up on stupid little shit that's inconsequential, mm-hmm. right? One, um, see, he whittled his own chess set out of a broom handle. Yeah, why not? One, how long was that broom handle or how small were the chess pieces, right? Well, but no, here's the I thing mean, that bugged me with that. Get 32 chess pieces out of that. Yeah, I don't know. But here's the thing that got me. Where did you get the board from? He drew on the ground. Who knows? I think yeah. the upsetting thing is he was so de- desperate for companionship. He's trapped alone in this place. He makes a thing that only one person, uh, two people, have to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But you know, I say there's there's a few great passages in that book, but like the main one is straight out the gate where he says uh, you need to. Uh, uh, be careful who you choose to be. No, pretend to be, because mm. we are who we pretend to be. Well, I mean, I think possibly this sort of moment in time where we are right now is the right time to read that book. Yeah. <laughs> um, because of can, political things that are going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, again, for someone who's famously had a very short attention span, mm-hmm. I read it. But so, that's the other reason I like Vonnegut, right? right. Because, like... That book has a chapter every four pages. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Um, um, what's the one with the ice? Like Cat's Cradle, right? Has 127 chapters, and I think my copy is 250 pages long. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's not bad. That really, you know, and it's great. It's almost like, uh, that one's almost like bloody... Uh, you know, it's almost like Melville. It's almost like uh, uh, Moby Dick. And then it goes, chapter one, or <laughs> <laughs> a man buys an asparagus and walks to the store. And then that chapter is just. Yeah. So if you, this was so even better, you have a full table of contents for that book. And if you just read that, you get the whole story before you even read it. Oh. As I say, he doesn't care about spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, you know, it's almost like the um, the dedication, which is genius, because he treats it like it's a real book. And he's the editor of the book. Mm. But the in his, not in the introduction, but in the sort of acknowledgement bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the, the section between the introduction and the main, yeah. is when he dedicates the book to uh, Campbell Jr., and he dedicates it to what does he say? He says, um he was internally too good and outwardly too evil, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he was it's such a fucked up book of about of a man who is such a committed spy that he slowly watches all the people he cares about turn into Nazis because they really get into it. Yeah. And he never says, No, I'm just doing this for work. I wonder yeah. if Nigel Farage ever feels like that. <laughs> yeah. Too deep now. He can't. He can't turn back. Oh, he definitely can't. He's just turn got back. to be an arsehole now. He was always an arsehole, but yeah. But then his wife left him. You know, he didn't like Europe anyway. But he had a French wife, and then his French wife left him. Now he really fucking hates him. <laughs> oh, I'll teach those Europe's. 
<laughs> just got your text. I didn't oh. even see that on my phone. Oh, yeah. uh, on my watch, even. Yeah, there was two people walking along the street towards us, and I was like, "Answer your door! Answer your door! Answer your door!" Oh. What? What if they're people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if they're real people? Ugh. <sighs> yeah. I, um, so as off subject, but I see I go back on Instagram and stuff, and I started following that vegan food truck thing yep, yep, yep. and then I was off on Thursday and I thought right I'm knackered now because I've done my run I've done my grass things yeah, yeah. I deserve a vegan burger Yep. and they're only open Friday to Sunday um, and I was like oh well I'm not leaving the house now <laughs> and I just collapsed in a heap and I was going to go find him today 11 o'clock to open from as well I, I just I was told a very vague he's um, at the beach beach not far from Burger King it's next to, like, there's a bus food truck thing. Oh, okay. He's next to that. Yeah. Or something. So, yeah. So, he is at the beach mm-hmm. from 11 till 4. And there was an image they put up of a chicken, not chicken, it's spelled wrong, but it's not chicken, katsu um, curry burger. Yeah. Which looked fucking amazing. That's the thing. I'm not a vegan, but I yeah. think he like, makes delicious looking yeah. food. So. The one with all the weird, like... Papa John pickles on it, whatever that was. Oh yeah, there was a. What was that again? <laughs> I saw that one as well. And went, Fuck, that looks good. Mm. So once I get days off again <laughs> after a Sunday, once we record on a Sunday, I'm gonna mm. go there on the way up the mine or whatever. Hooray! <sighs> but yeah, I just thought Thursday, ah, perfect day for it, and looked at the Instagram. And it was like no. Deny. Well, he can't only work three days a week. Even though he's not very well, I did read one about his bad knees or yeah, something. That's why he's not doing the green at night or something. Mm. Yeah. But he probably has a, a day job as well, yeah. right? No. This is his version of podcasting. Yeah. Oh, delicious <laughs> podcasting. No one makes delicious podcasts. <laughs> oh. More people. Hot steaming podcasts. Why has no one made a cooking podcast? I bet they have. They must have. But ding, uh, they only play the gallery. I think. But do 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 do. Crack your eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen to me whisk. <laughs> I'm folding now. So creamy. <laughs> oh, you should see this. You can't see. This. Oh, it's melting in my mouth. Oh, oh. filth. <laughs> the whole time I'm making love to this watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> so juicy. Sweet and salty. <laughs> Just like oh. the popcorn I'm melting in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. We're back with another APPC. Hope you enjoyed the, the mini review of Mother Night at the beginning. Yeah. Um where we discussed really nothing about <laughs> no. the, the book at all. Yeah. But uh as I say I haven't read it in um ten years. Oh well, here you go, you can read it again now. Thank you. Thank you very much for looking it to me. It's all good. I mean how many books did you read last year? <sighs> Maybe Three, maybe two, nice. and a half. Well, maybe I, two and a half. I've I've helped you get to like a third of that in a week. Uh, I buy a lot more books than I read, and I'm like, oh, I'll read these later, and then never did. That's what everyone does. Yeah. My sister's house full of books. There's no way she's read them. Mm. American Gods is taken up a shelf somewhere. There you go. Sorry, that was the dedication. Oh. Uh, the book is uh, rededicated to Howard W. Campbell Jr., a man who served evil too openly and good too secretly. The crime of his times. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing, the other crime is something I think most people are guilty of, just to make everyone feel bad, which is that he had true political ambivalence. Yeah. You know, as a, he's not a racist. He understands that's gross. He understands, like, the bad things that are bad yeah. and the good things that are good. But he doesn't care about expressing them. <laughs> oh. If you ever watch the film, as I say, he's played by Nick Nolte. Oh, there's a film. Yeah. I yeah. told you this last week on the podcast, so you can go back and listen to it. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's... Uh, um, Rezzy is played by Cheryl Lee. Okay. Oh, no, okay, yes. Um, yeah, I'm remembering that now you did tell yeah. me that. 
I'm not calling you a liar, but yeah. No, it's a very it's cheap a movie. Not. Directed by Keith Gordon. Remember Keith Gordon? Mm-hmm. He was the boy in Christine with the terrible hair. And he was the boy in uh, Dress to Kill with the terrible hair. You remember Dress to Kill? The Brian De Palma film where the murderer is a woman, but the woman is Michael Caden. no Um. it's one of my all time faves sorry I'm just mum's asking me where my running stuff is and always on my floor and always remember back in the 80s and 90s that trans people and cross dressers are all killers every single one very evil they've just they've just got good publicity agents these days yeah and cover up their murders better True story. There's not really any serial killers anymore, that's the thing, though. Because it's all, it's too hard to do now. Oh, it's a shame, I know, it really is. Ugh. I bet there are serial killers, we just don't know. That's how good they are. something else you don't have these days, because I... um, (laughs) Other than serial killers. Harold at work came out with another thing yesterday where he's now telling me that he's seen a ghost in our reception. Uh Uh-huh. He hasn't. Was it a little boy with a drum? Uh, Apparently it was. it was, It was many years ago, and it was a Victorian woman... He knows the building's not that old, right? Yeah, I tried to explain that to him. And also the fact that I think that area before that wasn't like they bulldozed old Victorian houses and shit. Yeah, it was it a was hill. A, it was like a swamp. <laughs> so it's like, so um, maybe somebody drowned in the swamp. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, fine, whatever. She was a swamp thing. But um, what was the point I was making? Um, He's an idiot. Oh, yeah, there is that. But it's also, I was trying to say to him, now there would be more. We'd have proof of ghosts now, probably, because everybody's walking around with an HD camera in their fucking pocket. And but what if they don't pick up on it? Like vampires, I can't film a vampire. Consider, they never appear on the screen. When you're growing up, something to do with consider the how many times you would hear accounts or kind of things. And like before with internet, this is talking about TV and stuff. You would hear things about ghost sightings and stuff. Yeah, you'd, yeah. Little, you'd hear a lot about it on weird kind of stuff. Weird science. You didn't hear about it in fucking news occasionally, right? <laughs> But nowadays, considering uh-huh. how much we've got, we are half as much, or any of that kind. Of, can, considering, say, everyone's got a, can, a camera or a video thing going about, we are half as much you did back. I then. think they've leveled up though, because you know, flat Earth. No, well, people have definitely gotten stupid then. <laughs> Let's all run into Area Fifty One. Okay. Well, oh yeah, but here's the thing: if you are going to rush Area Fifty One to find out if there's aliens. Don't tell them about it for two months in advance so that they can move all the aliens <laughs> and go, here you go, Ryan, if you like, we'll shoot you, but you won't find anything because we moved it all. Beanbag um, guns. No. But they're also going, oh, we're going to rush um, can Loch Ness now. Good, good luck drowning. Yeah, well done. You can go rush it if you like. Yeah. I, I, I want them to rush that. No. I don't even know how that would work. No. I mean, you don't need to rush it. There's no fence. Yeah. Yeah. Just you walk can, up to it. You can literally park in one of the many laybys and just walk down to the water's edge. You can park just right, go to Alistair Crowley's house, owned by Robert Plant or maybe Jimmy Page, mm. <laughs> and go, why did they buy this? <laughs> oh. it's, it's definitely not for living. <laughs> yeah, pretend to do a ceremony to summon the Loch Ness Monster, but just secretly have a wank <laughs> and just say it's magic. Then, then go under the water and do this. With a crooked <laughs> finger. <laughs> just flick it at <laughs> Flick your feculence at a, a monster. Ugh. The, the, the best picture of Nessie we know is just someone under the water with their foot bent in a certain way coming out. <laughs> oh. And they go, oh, look at that. It's a monster. Ugh. How would it survive, people? What are you talking about? It's because there's it's underground tunnels that can go out to Oh, like Jason. See, <laughs> or it just it goes down deep enough and ends up in Atlantis. <laughs> Hollow Earth. Giants are real. Hollow Earth and Flat Earth. You can't have both in Inverness. They've got a Flat Earth store. It's a, it's a bubble. It's a Flat Earth, but there's a bubble. I mean, what, like it's round? <laughs> yeah. There's a bubble in the middle, but it's flat on top. Gravity's not real, apparently. Oh. 
It's pretty good. Yeah. Sorry, I threw a book in the air. It came down. Oh. And apologies for more spin cycle. Well, there's another thing. There's also a, a brief discussion about religion at one point with <laughs> this um, idiot, and also point out that um, I just said Jesus' miracles weren't miracles. And they went, "How would you figure that out?" And I'm like, "If Jesus was real and he was actually God." Uh-huh. Then of course he can walk on water, and of course he can take people back from the dead, because if he is God, then of course he can do that. So it's not a miracle; it's just something he can do. <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, but it's a miracle." The other people around about, I'm like, "Yeah, the people around about who weren't gods." I mean, I would call you a pedant for that. Yeah, but it's all well. He's been a dick, so he deserved it. No, but you you said about Harold and how he doesn't understand simple things. That concept is going to be lost on him. You could argue with him about that for the rest of your life. You'd never get it. Blind him. So well, I, stop blinding him. I was science. kind of hoping that he would then just give up and fuck off. But you just get mumbling other shit. Oh. Well. But yeah, but it was fun. Just. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no. L- me, listeners at home, you rarely send letters. Send letters if you think that's fun. <laughs> got me angry, and for some reason that made, that was fun for me. <laughs> well, being being angry was fun. Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Ugh. Right. We can do this? Are no. we going to do this, bitch? No. Do we have to? I didn't call you bitch. I was really di- uh, referring to the... Entity that is Batman as a bitch. Oh, fair enough. Oh. He dresses like a bitch. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> I instantly regret saying that. Oh. Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. And then, uh, good for him. To each their own. You know what people don't wear enough of? I thought of this while Front watching uh, The Boys yesterday. Oh, yeah. I meant to, I meant to have a look at that. It's not as good as the comic. Yeah, no. They've uh, changed a lot. I suppose they had to, and that there's only one female character, and she doesn't no. talk. No. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, considering that's only ten years old, it's problematic to yeah. say the least. Yeah, but um, nothing ages well. The best thing about it is uh, you've seen the picture of the the front cover of the boys. At some point, one oh, of the characters is drawn to look just like Simon Pegg. All right, but uh, obviously Simon Pegg is now too old to play that character, so he plays that character's dad. All right, nice. Yeah. And you can tell they got him for a solid day and just shot those scenes. They were all indoors. They were all <laughs> on the set. <clears throat> but uh, it's all CGI. He just phoned in the. <laughs> But it proves uh, it carries on his love of comic books. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, he turns up. And it doesn't hurt that Carl Urban, you know, Mm -hmm. um, McCoy, is uh, Billy Butcher, the main guy in it. So it's two Star Trek people in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot Pig was in Star Trek. (laughs) Completely just (laughs) slipped my mind. (laughs) They said Pig. Simon Pig. Simon Pig. (laughs) Pepper's dad. (laughs) Put that man in Peppa Pig immediately. (laughs) I want to see what happens when he falls over and his arms go in the air. That's her sarcastic uncle. I like that no one in Peppa Pig can laugh without falling to the ground like they've all got a disease. (laughs) (laughs) Do live action Peppa Pig. That'd be horrifying. (laughs) Better than cats. Especially Daddy Pig. (laughs) I'm Daddy Pig. Oh, God. Anyway, Holy we're back with. Uh, Why did I just picture a crossover between Peppa Pig and um, Arugutz? Oh, I can't remember how you pronounce it. Oh, the red squirrel who yeah, likes the, death metal. Yeah, I just pictured a crossover in my head of that. Oh. I'd watch that. Anyway, okay, sorry, <laughs> you were saying. Um. So yeah, it's uh, episodes. Why am I doing split? Well, I, I suppose I'm just doing them together. How I cut this cut and paste. <clears throat> it's uh, season three, episodes twenty-two and twenty-three. Twenty-one, twenty-two. Oh, episodes. Well, uh, our hundred fifteen and hundred sixteen episodes. The, yeah, the Great Escape, the Great Train Robbery. Yeah, um, which I had nothing but trouble. Right, a little look behind the curtain here. Mm-hmm. I watched episode one hundred and fifteen. Yeah, and then I put on episode one hundred and sixteen. Mm. 
and episode 116 was the same episode. Oh. It was labeled differently, but the content was identical. Oh, well. <laughs> and then I had to find an episode that I could watch, and it cost me £2.50. Jesus. <laughs> oh, how, 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 how do they sleep at night? Exactly. That? Considering that second episode... That's fuck all in it. It's deeply upsetting. Considering how little there used to be in the first couple of seasons in the second episodes. Uh-huh. This is really just out of this world. It's some dire shit, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. Indeed. So, original air dates. The 1st of February, 8th of February, 1968. Oh, we're doing these just a one big one. Uh, well, no, that's just no. how I cut and paste. Oh, okay, so sorry. I'll just... Sorry. I'll give you a secondary, you know. Because also, I think they're going to come out weird. I don't know if I fucked something up at some point, but <laughs> I was editing going, these have gone odd all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I've done. So, uh, people at home, if you ever realise uh, we've missed an episode, we did record it. It just never got released and probably got deleted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. It's probably, it was probably good as well. Yeah, well. That probably wasn't. Sorry, I sneezed at you. I apologise. It's fine. At least, well, at least it wasn't in the mic because that probably would have deafened me. Well, that's what I was going for, but there was only one. Oh, I'm seeing stars. That shows how unfit I am, right? Mm. When you sneeze and you just see, oh, more stars. It's not ideal. Not not great. Creepy. (laughs) Creepy stars. Um, Special guest villain, Cliff Robertson as Shame. Mm-hmm. Extra special guest villainess Dina Merrill as Calamity Jan. Guest stars uh, Hermione Baddeley. Is that the maid from? It is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Barry Denon. <laughs> made from Mary Poppins. Barry Denon, the best person in these episodes. He plays Fred. Oh yes. Uh, written by Stanley Ralph Ross. Directed by Oscar Rudolph. So Shame's back with a new set of henchmen and his plot this time is to commit a great train robbery just what train is anybody's guess though after quite a bit of detective work it's ascertained that shame is after the train carrying retired currency from the treasury department now i've given you this synopsis and it doesn't mention anything that happens in the episode we're about to watch no you're welcome <laughs> All of that kind of happens in the next one, barely. Though he, you know, his their escape method is ballsy to say the least, which is oh. they just use a tank. Yeah, which is never seen again. Indeed. That tank would have come in quite handy, I think. Wouldn't it? Yeah. It's probably the same tank that was gold that time. Yeah, they're like to paint it red this time for some reason. Hey, they want it to look like a post box. Mm, that makes sense. Does it? <laughs> well, why not? Does, does that make sense? Does it not make sense? Exactly, it does not make who, sense. Who am I to say that that does not make sense? Um, I've not got any qualifications in this. <laughs> I've got no skin in this Although game. I'd still think going through all these episodes of Batman, we must we must have gained something. Sorry, if you can hear this, tell me and I'll turn it down while I'm standing up. Okay. Oh, oh well I heard something. Oh, I can hear that. Gotham State Prison. A grim and foreboding yes. edifice. A grim and foreboding yes. something or other. I missed the last word. Oh, yeah. That's it, Dane. Um, first thing with this episode, their um, visiting room is very unsecure. <laughs> insecure? Unsecure. It's just... Con- it's, it can't be insecure. That would have... Uh... Yeah. Personal problems, right? Yeah. I feel really insecure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Un- unsecure doesn't sound like a word. doesn't feel right in my mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but you wrote that, that film Unsane, so I can't trust you. Oh. Unseen in the membrane. Here's a thing. Yes? How was Cliff Robertson so busy his entire career, even though I don't know who he is? Um, because he was Uncle Ben, so I assumed he was famous his whole life. Yeah. Uh, because he is a remarkably unattractive man who likes to sh- show off his chest a lot. Yeah, which is odd. I mostly blame his weird hair, though, 
for my dislike of See, him. See, here's the thing as well. Do you know this bit as well where he gets his face stuck in a mesh thing? Mm-hmm. I thought she'd passed him something when they were kissing. I thought it was the whole point of this. Uh-huh. Because we don't normally see a lot of affection like this in Batman. <laughs> Indeed. Um, here's something. Yeah. I would like the body of the man on the left-hand side. I mean, it's not bad, but I'd still like him to put a shirt on. Dad's um, bother, though. Yeah. You know, I could deal with a dad. Being that I am not a dad, but I am the age of a dad. No. First time watching this, well, I instantly went, wow, horseshoes. That seems like a remarkably bad idea, because those horseshoes can be used as a weapon. And as I was thinking that to myself, <laughs> he starts tossing horseshoes at people. And the crazy thing <laughs> is, I'm pretty sure that old man who gets hit in the face lost an eye yeah. doing that stunt. Because oh. even a fake horseshoe <laughs> in the eyeball is not going to be good. Uh. But I guarantee, well, they guarantee they couldn't even afford fake horseshoes. They had to use real ones. So that guy's dead. They had to get people um, with like metal faces. He got a head injury, and then later on, he became a serial killer. So, Why do all serial killers get head injuries? It's very popular. It's part of the application process. I once fell to. off a bike and hit the ground really hard, so I get concerned I'm going to become a serial I killer. Once, when did I hit my head on? I think I stood up and hit my head on the corner of like a. A cabinet. And all of this brown liquid came pouring out my nose. <laughs> you know, like it's supposed to be like a fluid sack between your brain and your skull. Oh, dude, you could give me a panic attack. That's not cool. Okay. That's well, gross. That, that happened once. It wasn't very good. Um, Is fondue new in the 60s? I, I don't know. Because this looks like, uh, do you remember the uh, body moving music video by the Beastie Boys? Mm. Body moving. Body moving. Here's the thing. I'm sitting here, I think, like, when this first pops up, and I'm like, oh, it's just, for some reason, they've nipped around to Barbara's or whatever, and, oh, she's saying, oh, you really can, you cook a good meal. No, she's put some cheese in the pot and it's melted. I don't really think that that's cooking. Actually, I think you'll find fondue recipes are complex, so she had to melt the cheese, maybe with some garlic, maybe with some herbs. But but here's here's the thing, though. I thought this was just them... um, just sort of like hanging out for some reason. Turns out that's a date. Yeah, and she, with a chaperone. Yeah, well, her dad just showing up, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, that's just weird. Um, nice little touch here, though, with the. So he's now sitting next to Kamish while there's a recorded message going on. But it just shows you how kind of stupid the commissioner is that he can be outfoxed by 60s answer machine, answering machine technology. It's. Yeah. Oh, um. Very predictable. We need to. He's a bachelor, right? Yes. She's re- referred to as a spinster. No, and just what? What would she be? Twenty-two, twenty-three. Yeah. I mean, in real life, say thirty. Yeah. But you know, she's out of uni. Yeah. And started a job at a library. Yeah. So twenty-three, well, maybe. Then you're sort of the librarian thing's got a bit of a stigma to it for being spinsterish. But she's. I mean, hey, that bikini on that beach in that episode. That's very non-spinsterish. Indeed. And she does tend to get out a bit and can she get out and about. She's got a social life. Yep. She goes on dates. What have I got? I mean, she, yeah, but you could. I've said this to you before. No. Yeah, well, there you go. It's your own fault, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's society. Society's made me this way. Oh, That's... God, he's incel. <laughs> he's got incel, everyone. <laughs> Podcast no. over. <laughs> no. No, no, it's a man fault, and I'm fine with that. It's yeah, that's what that's what people crying on the inside say. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this spinster shame, though, honestly, mm-hmm. and all the wasted cheese. Yeah, I have never had fondue, and well, will never now. Oh, well, unless I. What do you mean, being... will never? What if you go to a wedding? They have them chocolate fondue fountains all the time. A chocolate fondue. I'm talking about cheesy fondue. Well, Even then, chocolate fondue's got milk in it, so I can't have that either. Well, what if it was dark chocolate? It doesn't melt right, does it? It's different. I don't fucking know. I don't neither do I. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just saying you're being a pedant on but a if hypothetical if was, issue. If it was a dark chocolate thing, I would just take it off the fountain and just drink it. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck everyone else, it's mine. Um, it's the only thing I can eat. I, I need do the calories. Like, I really do like dark chocolate. So. Uh. Ugh. Um, there's a bit here where oh, where did oh. the, what, the mayor finds the tank what are the police doing yeah also they finger they, they, they I'm do sorry what they do something about um, taking fingerprints off oh, of it or something thank god be like why would they have to take finger- they know it's Shame's tank <laughs> 
they, I mean, they don't need fingerprints off. They know who it was. Yeah, but maybe there's other people involved and they would have their home address or something. Well, it's going to be an old... I'm, ab- I am more their ho- concerned... Their home address is going to be an old abandoned cowboy factory or something. I am more concerned that uh, Mayor Linseed found the tank. And you can go, yeah, but like a traffic warden found it. What about all the police looking for yeah. the man with all the guns? Oh. Well, what, uh, <laughs> it's Batman's reaction to Commissioner Gordon saying the whole word's gone batty. It's like, it's like the N-word to like, him. He's like, oh my God, who knew that batty was a bat-related racial epithet? I know, right? Oh. It's almost as bad as a couple of weeks ago when an old person I have a lot of time for um, I said something disparaging about Walker's crisps being available in Scotland in the early 90s. Mm. And she said, jumping the gun somewhat, you weren't born here, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> what? Like, wow. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> you, you, you've leveled up too much, lady. Here's the thing Bonnie gives him a message through going, oh, there's a horse in your reception area. Okay. One, what it comes with a note, and you know it's going to be from shame because it's a horse. But yeah. that is not a horse. That was like a it was a wooden frame thing for sawing wood or some shit. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a ho- they call it a horse, right? For but it's for sawing wood. But be specific on the phone. You know, there's a, a cowboy related villain knocking about Gotham right now. So don't say there's an actual horse in your reception. Well, no, but if you go, there's a a bench out here. Mm. <laughs> the workbench out here for you. Yeah. What? Um, then they have to explain that a work another name for a workbench is a horse, and then it's just like ugh, whatever. Yeah. Not since uh, 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 rock and roll uh, have I been more confused with their uh, figuring out rock means yeah. diamond and roll means money. We are about to see um, a stock footage earthquake here because that is very unsteady stock footage. True story. Which is, uh, it's, I mean. It's probably not that expensive for stock footage. So, okay, try again. The, uh, the weird thing is, you'd think they'd have enough by now, right? They uh, could just show that New York thing again. Yeah. Also, what did he do his nails with a with a, a hammer on a... a oh, I missed that. A, well, he's, he looks at his manicure. Mm. He stands up and he looks at his nails. But he's been, like, over a bloody blacksmith. Yeah. What would you call here's, it? Like a here's a thing handle. that I, f- I forgot about these group of characters because I forgot that they uh, well Chief Standing Pat had appeared in the previous one but it <laughs> it gets very problematic early on in this one um, well, the thing that gets me with Chief Standing Pat is every day he came to work I think they put more well yeah because like, it's, it's, you see him just now and it's kind of alright and you see him later on but him and Fred uh-huh. are just they, I think they've been cleaning chimneys in their spare time or exactly. something. Exactly, they look like the extras yeah. from Mary Poppins by the end. Yeah, it's it's really quite messed up. Um, here's something we'd missed um, from the previous episode. That's just something I'd like to mention quickly. A mini sort of henchman corner mm-hmm. about uh, Victor London, who plays Chief Standing Pat. You know, he was the first televised Klingon. What? In Star Trek. Yeah, he was the first Klingon to appear on screen. That's pretty cool. Because apparently, he, him, the captain of the Klingon ship, was coming on set, but he was the first one to walk through the door before the captain had all the speaking part. Yeah, yeah. So he was the first Klingon to appear on Star Trek. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, that was just a fact that I missed last time. So yeah, Fred is a legend. I'll say it again. Yes, he he's very good. Um, and. Shame is an odd man, right? Because he, he seems to think that the maid from Mary Poppins is a sour-faced bitch because she won't let him fuck her daughter in front of him. <laughs> I know. Watch me fuck your daughter. Oh, what was the no. six, it was the 60s. It was a different time. You were allowed <laughs> to do that. You had to so that she could prove... It was it was how you proved you were married as if you fucked in front of your mum <laughs> or something. You've done well, yes. yes. You've got to inspect the sheets afterwards or something. Yeah, I, I have to guide him in. <laughs> If he doesn't do well, I get to give it a little flick. (laughs) Means he has to do well. Yeah. Where'd she get them cowboy boots? They look like they were hand painted. (laughs) But yeah, so you've got uh, 
Hermione Baddeley. Um, yeah, 40, the only other thing I really saw that was of any note for her was um, 45 episodes of Maud alongside the B. Arthur. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Everything else was fine, but just that and then Mary Poppins is the ones that stood out for me. I mean, we've never seen Maud, obviously. They never showed it in this country. No. Not for one second. Don't miss now. Probably good, because B. Arthur was good. I like but, the Golden Girls. Yeah, I like the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> yeah, I've still never seen that. So. You've never seen... Yeah. I've seen something Star Wars related you've never seen. I've seen a lot of clips of it, uh-huh. but I've never seen the full thing. And you've not seen the B. Arthur song? <sighs> that she sings to the theme from the cantina? About it's time to go home. <laughs> like sending the clowns. From... <laughs> it's, it, it's it's like the song she sings. It's like no. closing time by Semisonic. No, I think the only song I ever remember that is the one, the Life Day song or something of that uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, to the theme of Star Wars. Yeah, it's... so it's a real proto Anita Dobson. Glory oh. be to God on high. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah, the East Enders theme. Remember she sang over it. Oh yeah. Um, Every lo- no, every loser wins was well, that was Nick Berry. Nick Berry. <laughs> okay, well, really. I yeah. don't fucking know. Yeah. It was number one. That says what don't Britain know. was like in the eighties. Yeah. Um, um, okay, I'm just saying. No, uh, Commissioner Gordon now either knows that his daughter is Batgirl or he's a fucking idiot. No, he, no, he is a complete idiot <laughs> because he does not get that. The fact that they both go missing at one point in these episodes. Yeah. And nobody, not even Batman Robin go, oh, that's a bit weird. They just get on with it. Alfred, who knows <laughs> that she is Batgirl, yeah. does not react in the slightest. He could not give a shit. <laughs> it's for some reason this week, Alfred, although he's there, he's not on the clock and he's not giving a shit. He's a very good actor. Not Alan Napier. I mean, yeah. Alfred himself, who's oh, like, yeah. I need to play this cool. <laughs> It's a real play it nice and cool trick. Play it nice and cool. Who is your baby? Has no one ever said to her, why is this this handle not real? Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. that big hatch thing with a dial thing on it. Why does it just open up and it's not actually a real door? Why have you painted it that way? So, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I missed here. No. What is? I don't know what this note means. Good night, pop. Oh, pop. Oh, you've got pop. Um, played by Jerry Mathers, who was uh, Theodore Cleaver in Leave It to Beaver, mm-hmm. and I find that Theodore Cleaver is actually Beaver. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. He does got a bit of a. He does got a bit of the Howard. Can the guy from Gentle Ben look about him? Okay, yeah. What's his face? But it's not. I think just all kids. From that age, looked like that. He looks like John Barrowman, which is weird because John Barrowman's sixty, mm. um, <laughs> and he's probably—I mean—he's accused of being seventeen, but I don't know if that's true yeah. or not. Um, I could tell you that um, no Johnny's Math- allowed. Oh uh, yeah, well, it's the sixties, free love and all that shit. Um, yeah, he's still um, Jerry Mathers is still alive. Uh-huh. His. Uh, one of my favourite credits of his, and it's a recent one, mm-hmm. was he was he played the spokesman slash himself in the TV movie Diabetic Nerve Pain. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so much, but yeah, Diabetic Nerve Pain was that, the name of is, this TV movie. Is it a horror film? Or? <laughs> I'm guessing it must be some sort of again thing about oh here's what to do if you've got. But it's not an hour and a half, right? I don't know. For a TV I didn't movie. look any more into it. I just really like that. Um, and this man made a mistake, didn't he? Oh, not only because he's wearing a pair of chaps that really show off his bollocks, but not his penis. Oh, he's got a bit of a camel. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. um, I could tell you a bit about them. There was um, Leonard Sotovoci. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not Leonard. I must have got the spell character from there. But that's uh, Dorothy Kirsten. So it's definitely not Leonard, but I've, yeah. I've sometimes happened. Um, she went on to have a long and successful career, probably. Um, after this, because she'd only had seven credits and this was the last one. So whatever she chose to do, I'm sure she was very successful. And you've got Fortissimo Far Diavolo, mm-hmm. played by Brian Sullivan, who went on to have a long and successful career, except he didn't, because he only had five credits and he died a year later. Oh. So. He doesn't seem that old either. No. Um, and he, was, he was early 50s. I'm sure it's, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and think I remember seeing it and he was 52. So uh, he was 11 years older than you. Yes. 
Okay. And he's appeared in Batman, so he's got me beat. Yeah. Very briefly. Maybe we can get a a a a, a cameo in that Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's the closest we're going to get. Oh. We could be in Batwoman. I'll give Pattinson the phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Try that one. That's probably going to shoot in Britain as well. That's easier yeah. to get to than Canada. Oh. Well, that was another discussion with a gentleman at my work about um. Oh, Harold. Bat- yeah, about Batwoman now. Oh, good. Why is a woman and all that sort of stuff? And I tried to explain to him a bit about the character, and and just sort of gay. Was it not trans trans in the comics or something? I don't think so. Um, sure. No, maybe I mixed up. But I was going about how he can just can. Oh yeah. That's, that's what's going on. And then he, of course, uh, regaled us with the fact that oh, we thought there was something between uh, Batman and Robin because look at those little shorts, and you're like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm not having this conversation with you because you're a dick. Because <laughs> I have it with my, my friend every week on the show. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but we, okay, we're doing it tongue-in-cheek. Um, True. Yeah. But talking Br- of tongue-in-cheek... Bruce's tongue in Robin's cheek. Better bum But do you know, this is the second time in two weeks yeah. where uh, a bunch of bad guys have kindly lined up to be run through with a table. Yeah, but here's the thing as well. They do it again in the next episode as well. Yep. So it's just like, well, we're really running out of ideas here. Um, yeah, fear gas. Scarecrow can sue them. Yeah, I borrowed it from Scarecrow. They were yeah. going to include him, but... Um, I do like the fact that <laughs> when Batman does, is affected by the fear gas, he's just like, yeah, take the woman, take her, kill her. I don't yeah. want her. Yeah. We're safe, we're yeah, safe. We're sa- okay, me and Robin's fine. Okay, we don't even know who this one is. You have her. Uh, um, and also, how come when uh, Burt Ward is scared, he seems to be a prototype Scooby-Doo? <laughs> well, yeah. well, what do we do, but I also will say, as, as terrible as their acting is here, this is probably the best acting they've done in quite a while. <laughs> I mean, Yvonne Craig seems to be nailing it, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> she seems to be straight up like... I do like the um, spoilers for next episode... You know, they have to have, like, an antidote. Yeah. She doesn't. She just sleeps it off. Yeah. She's much more hardy. Bravery pills. What? What? No, it, 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 doesn't he just say it's an anti... Oh, no, they get it. But when they're giving it to the other people later on that are affected by fear gas, he gives them, here, have some bat bravery pills. <laughs> You're like, well, why don't you just take those? Then? Here's a thing for fear. Uh, uh, fear. What, what, what is it also suspicion gas yes like, it's like he's trying to poison us he's always hated us watching this on mute yeah uh, robert is doing some crazy acting <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's probably the most entertaining thing that's happened in quite a while in the yeah. episode and it can them just going oh again alfred's always hated us he's <laughs> 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 like well you well one you do leave him in the back cave but alone constantly and just can dusting take advantage of him Dusting up bits of dead girl that have fallen off the bat reactor, yep. polishing your poles. It's oh, again, every now and again. Oh, we're in a bit of a trouble, Alfred. Get on your bike and come and pick us up and drop off some stuff. Get and my now, dry cleaning. And now you've got the mysterious Batwoman thing who's getting her to do all his her stuff as well. So it's yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I've written a note here with uh. With a typo in it, and I think afterwards I I then typed her name in, but I wrote, "Calamity Jan's mum went down like a pile of shot." <laughs> Frontier Fanny and brackets. Fanny. Yeah, <laughs> she does. That's, that's well. I'm I'm guessing this time they definitely got a fake horseshoe because yeah. he's clawing the freaking head with it. So it's yeah. I don't think they're going to injure woman unless they put a lot of padding in her hat. Yes, that probably seems more likely. Hat padding. Very reckless in the And 60s. a fake. Yeah. Horseshoe. Yeah. No, um, oh, what do you call them? No risk assessments in the 60s. No. So it was just like, ah, fuck it, it'll be fine. Cotton wool and, and luck. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Ugh. Um, yeah. It's around about now as well that uh, Chief Standing Pat gets some lines, which really doesn't help his character at all. No. It becomes more problematic. But, eh, you do what you do for work. Sorry, that was a weird hiccup thing that came out of my nose. Do you hear that? Yeah. Odd. Oof. What was the best Yeah, because look at... 
you can see it now. It must be the second episode because right now he's not looking too browned up. Yeah, Fred isn't, and neither is. Um, but if they shot one episode a week, right? Yeah. Which I don't think so. When they did the London Larsenies, right? Yeah. They didn't shoot that for three weeks, right? No, because they were desperate to get away from yeah. that prank. So they they probably shot it in like <laughs> so they did three yeah. episodes in like seven days. So they probably did two episodes in five for this. Yeah. Oh. We don't do any retakes. We. Yeah. Yeah, we can do um do a little bit about um Fred. Fernando Ricardo Enrique Dominguez. The man from Hair? No. Hair? Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, he's in that. Uh, very credit. It's got that. Fiddler on the Roof. Yep. Superman 3. Yep. Titanic. Who was he in Superman 3? Right there. I don't know. I don't um, know but he is horribly familiar. Yeah. But see, he's done a ton of uh, video games as well, like uh, Grim Fandango, Metal Gear Solid 2. Not now, Grim Fandango. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas and World of Warcraft. I mean, we we know at least, and when I say we, I mean I need to know at least two of those games. Yeah. Also, Too Human as well. That was a good one. But I, I thought I remember it being good in the day. I recently re-downloaded it because it was free, and played it for about five minutes and then uninstalled it because it's not good. <laughs> but I remember really enjoying I, it back I, in the I, day. I, we, we said back in the day like that was not like two thousand and eight or something. Um, I think was it original Xbox. I think it was the 360. Mm. I think it being available when I was able to buy games. Mm. Able to buy games? I'm still able to buy games. I don't buy games. There's a difference. Mm. But, um, oh, here we go. Frontier Fanny's about to get clocked. Yeah. And it must be in the hat, right? The padding. Because look at the jaunty angle. Pow! Pow! (laughs) <laughs> like a ton of bricks <laughs> oh. the crazy thing is right? she's just got clocked on the head she's not a nice person one yeah. world's greatest detective walks past a body well it's like there's nobody here and then yeah. <laughs> both of them Robin walks past two and then yeah. turns around and goes Jesus Christ oh shit there is a woman here and she appears to be dead oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah Robin shit. anyway they, they get her up and she uh, and she starts talking Batman says to her I've never met a person I didn't like, but I don't like you. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah. what about the penguin or the riddler? No. Okay, woman. Well, you like her. You want to put, you know, yeah, little bats in her. If can, if she didn't want to kill Rob, exactly, everything would be fine. If it wasn't for her last sentence of every episode, going, "Can we kill the boy?" <laughs> yeah. Oh. So Thank how you. do we kill the boy? Is it now? Here's the thing: he grabs that gun, sticks it in his belt. And I think there's some sort of tussle and going about. And at one point, that, what's this? Oh yeah, what was with the bend? I've got he, that. He, sl- he slowly he lowers himself to down to her level, literally. Yeah. I think it's maybe in the next, starting the next episode. He's still going about with a gun in his belt. Yeah. And I know it's not a real gun, but if this was real and Batman was real, I think that gun was pointing right at his dick. I, it's not safe. I'd be like sitting there screaming at the TV, going, "Batman, get rid of that gun! You're going to shoot your junk off." You hear it all the time can guns left about and safety's not on and yes. can, things you're gonna you're gonna shoot your cock off. Is that um, what you want? You want yeah. you wanna be cockless? <laughs> oh. Do you wanna uh just review this one after the next one? Because I say they are yeah, just it's, linked. It's, yeah, well we'll do it as a And uh wanna... shall I pause this one for a minute just so we can chat? We don't want to keep going, right? Oh yeah, just let's yeah. That's the problem with getting up, that's the same. Oh. No, I'm going to right into the next one. We need a break after uh, what we just witnessed. Ugh. So, yeah. Oh, it turned off. I didn't mean it to, to stop, stop. No. Um, oh, you fuck. Why did you come on the wrong screen? Oh, it's almost there. It's almost. If I double tap, does that get bigger? There it is. That's it back. Cool. Ugh. Ugh. Apologies, people at home, for that. You'll be hearing it often for a few weeks. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll survive. I know you will. Yeah. You know, it's better than when uh, Gawley and Myra go for a piss in between. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? James Bonding. Or when Gawley and Rust go for a piss. During In Voorhees We Trust with Gawley and Rust. Ooh. Very good, by the way. You should get it while it's free. Because okay. it's only 13 episodes long. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, so that's um that's that episode done. <laughs> Another one burnt. Can't yeah, wait. So close uh, to finishing now. Well I think we've got after um the next shame episode mm-hmm. we have King Tut, which I think promises to be our last good episode. Yeah. Because again, Victor Bruno is always good. Yes. And then isn't it Joker and a flying saucer? Is it? Yeah. And then we've got um two women. And then it's over. Face, um, Zsa Zsa. That's the very last one. There's another one before that. Minerva maybe comes back. Yes, I believe it is. Or maybe she's Minerva Oof. now. Actually, I was weird to find out that's what it went out on. That was strange. Yeah. Because I don't really look ahead. I, like, yeah. I mean, if I was Batman, you'd want to go out with the big three or four again, right? Yeah. Do a team up for like three episodes. Yeah. I know they didn't have the money, but... No. To go out with, I don't know who's the big someone's. Does uh, James Brolin come back again? Maybe is he one of the bad guys in the last episode? <laughs> I'm sure uh, the closest they get to a regular is like James Brolin or he's normally a cop though. Yeah, but he's not in the last. Oh, he's not. Well, no, because in the first remember he was the security van boy. Yeah, who became a cop. Yeah, I'm sure he's in that last episode. No. Free as a bird. <laughs> Remember when the Beatles came back and they were shit? Oh. <laughs> no. Did they? Yeah, in the early... You know when they did Beatles Anthology in the 90s? And they released two new songs. Mm. And one of them was called Free as a Bird. Was there some sort of animated video for that? Of course. Well, uh, it had to be because they're all, they're all dead. Um. Well, no, at the time, one of them was dead. Now, two of them are dead. Hooray. <laughs> oh. Um, who am I thinking? Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm horribly wrong. I think I'm wrong. Oh. I, then that's fine. Well, this is some beautiful chaff. But William Smith's back, at least. You'll know oh. his face when you see him. Yeah, we'll get him. He's, he's a classic goon who ended up on, like, The Sopranos. Uh, oh yeah, that's what it is. The entrancing Dr. Cassandra. <laughs> what? After the Joker and his yeah. UFO, we have an episode called The Entrancing Dr. Cassandra. Dr. Oh, yeah. Cassandra has a grand scheme against Gotham City with her invisibility pills merely the beginning of her tricks. <laughs> no. That was the one with Ida Lupino. We talked about her a bit. Cool. It's also, the, I think, the last uh, one featuring Warden Creighton, who no doubt lets her go and all... Oh, yeah, probably just, again. <laughs> <laughs> the side that's uh, let a villain free day at the... It just rolls a dice. Like, eh, it's fine. No. There's a, we're coming up to a character played by Fritz Feld called Professor Greenleaf. Are we? What sort of marijuana man is this? Um, the 60s. He's like, he's like the father of Dr. Greenthumb. The Cypress Hill song? Is it? Okay, I'll take your word for it. Not a Cypress Hill fan? No. Hello, my name is Dr. Greenthumb. No, <laughs> you're like it, I can't believe how few bells this is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an absolute classic. Do you want to listen to it in uh, Spanish? No. Yeah, let's play it in Spanish for a <laughs> but not, I don't really have a choice. Well, here's the thing. Um, I believe the Twilight Sad they're back in Aberdeen in September. Yeah, for did you, um, did you make me go to see them once? We saw them in Mashulu. And their support band, I believe, was taking a worm for a walk week. And you said, I don't like this band. It's weird. Because the guy held one 
sort of thumb and forefinger together as a hole and then would spit in it and then just push his finger inside while he looked at the audience. <laughs> okay, I don't remember. I think, I, I think PTSD, I blocked that out or something. But, um, but uh, yeah, no, I saw the Twilight Sad numerous times. Yeah. In fact, let's face facts, the first time I saw the Twilight Sad, they were supported by Frightened Rabbit. Mm. I fell in love with both bands simultaneously. Yeah. I just um, I just saw it on that um, that front of that place that they always advertise whatever's on. I can't remember what, what the place is called. It's the music hall they're playing, right? Yeah, because um, that's it. It's part of that. Yeah, September Aberdeen I, yeah, Music Festival. Yeah, but it's on that you know a wall thing that used to go down to a club, but they put a wall thing over it. Yes. Yeah. It was advertising up until last week. Um, American Idiot lit stage show. Or yeah, it didn't really which float looked, my boat. Uh, which looked like shit. But um, I like the Twilight Sad, but I, unfortunately, I only like their first album. Quick update. I just finished my, my 2,000 litres for the day. Cool, I... 2000, not 2,000 litres, I'd be dead. I, as you can see, have not taken one sip of water again. Ugh. My family are a terrible influence on me. Ugh. But, um, oh yeah, Dr. Greenthumb, you tried to oh, yeah. you tried to trick me. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so close. Damn you, Gadget. Okay, this does sound familiar, but not in Spanish. Do you want to hear it? Let's put the radio on in English. Oh, it sounds very similar. Who who would have guessed? It's a good bass. My favourite bit works both in English and in Spanish, which is when he says, hello, my name is Dr. Greenthumb. In Spanish, it says, hola, in a weird voice. And it says, hello, (laughs) in English. It works in both. I'd play them both back to back just to show you, but it just seems like effort and I don't care. But yeah, you were never a Cypress Hill boy. No. You look like a Cypress Hill boy. It's weird. I don't know. That's a compliment. No, probably know. not. Just, I find that people are size and shape tend to like drums and bass, but not drum and bass. Uh, so you move towards hip hop. Oh, it's why that thing's called dad hop now, right? No, you know that? what dad rock is. Okay, well, theoretically, you understand the concept, which is you know, dad rock is music from the. Rock, you know, Guns and Roses nowadays. Okay, yeah, right. And now, because we're old, Dad Rock includes Nirvana and Pearl Jam. You know, because oh. time's a bitch. Yeah, and all that music is twenty-five years old. Yeah, so it's called Dad Rock. But Dad Hop is the Beastie Boys, and you know, LL Cool J, <laughs> and Run DMC. Okay, but it doesn't get so old that it's like, you know. Grandmaster Flash. No. <laughs> we get no. some speed, but not much. No. We're not doing that talk rap stuff. <laughs> no. I said a hip hop. The a hippity be hippity be hip hip hop. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I instantly knew what you were talking about, and that's what was in my head. Because <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> Go bad, away, rapping granny. As bad as my, uh, my taste in music is, it's not that bad. <laughs> Oh, oh I have a lot of time for Jensen Karp. He seems lovely. And his wife is lovely. I don't know who that is. Uh, his wife is Topanga from Boy Meets World. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but I'm sure she doesn't want to be described that way. She's probably a wonderful charity worker or something. 
probably. I found that Burt Ward, we've never mentioned this on the show because I'd never heard this before. <laughs> Burt Ward hated Jerry. <laughs> uh, invented a dog food that makes dogs live forever. <laughs> I heard that but, this morning. <laughs> sure, that's not a good thing because then population. Well, you know, um, not literally forever. No. Well, but what I'm saying is he he made very healthy dog food for dogs because he loves dogs. And he's a millionaire because of that. Well, good for him. That's what I thought. Why did he do all that softcore porn in the nineties if he loves dogs so much? Because he's got money and he can he can, he can might as well just see some tits. I don't know. Well, he's come. He's <laughs> he's coming back anyway for that. Huh. Well, there you go. Oh no, you are recording. You just yeah. seem so low. Yeah. I think I was going to move myself a bit closer at my face. Uh, that's better. I sounded all right, though. You did? Yeah. That's why I'm confused. But no, yeah. you look fine now. So, anyway, um, <laughs> shall we... Oh, we, should, we should probably leave this episode to start the next one. milk it? Not ever... Since we started doing two episodes on one channel, or like one project, it's been confusing me yeah. when I edit. But yeah, we should probably uh, cheese it. I said fermented milk. It's not fermented milk, is it? It's curdled milk. Fermented milk, wouldn't that be alcoholic? Yeah. Can you have I alcoholic confused, milk? Probably. Ugh. I don't have any money, but now I've said the word alcoholic milk, I'm like, I want one of those expensive milkshakes from uh, Five Guys that I've never had. Mm. But I'm only allowed one treat, and it's not... It's oh, yeah. it's at least 31 days till payday. And by at least, I mean definitely, because I get yeah. paid on the 28th. And it is the 28th. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm already skint. Oh. Tough month. Tough month. Oh. Jesus! Jesus! Oh, you're ahead of me, oh, you bastard! I won that one. Oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna attack you with a hammer. No. Oh. Well, it's not gonna be a win then. If my, if my, if my skull is caved in. That feels like a loss. Hello, my name is Dr. <laughs> Premium <laughs> bar.